0: what's going on everybody it is coach greg adams back in here with another free agent lifestyle podcast we are back in here for another monday i want to thank each and every one of you for coming in here and checking out the free agent lifestyle podcast in here we deal with the real and the real according to me and if you don't like it go ahead and hit the stop button and go on to the next podcast that you can get your snowflakes feelings all hurt (laughs) We're not here to placate towards any individual. We're here to kick the real, the way we do it. We got a lot of people who support what I do. Almost 50,000 followers on YouTube and several, you know, 100 followers that that subscribe to this podcast. Plus, plus we have at least 250 to 300 people who purchased the Free Agent Lifestyle book. All right, which is out on Amazon. And I will be selling it directly for the individuals who don't want to go through Amazon. You can go through me and I can send you the book directly. I actually ordered some copies here that I'm sending to my Patreon subscribers. But uh, the book is out and and at the debut, the the weekend that it came out, I was ranked number 83 out of the top 100 books in the self-help motivational section. And that's an honor, man. That's better than I anticipated. I appreciate all the support of the individuals who purchased the book, but to see that and pull it up and see where my name was, you know, I was ahead of Stacey Abrams, who is the governor contender for, um, in Georgia. And I was almost equal with, uh, Dale Carnegie. And I was, uh, right behind our man. What's my man? Tony Robbins. So to see my name and my free agent lifestyle book right up in there, it was a tremendous honor. Obviously, those statistics fluctuate based on how many people buy, but it was based on the Kindle purchases for that particular weekend. And I was in the top 100. So all of my credibility, man, goes to you guys who purchased the book and continue to support this platform. So if you're a newbie in here and you're sitting there like who's listening to this guy? All right. Just know that I have faithful listeners and i have people who listen to this message and that are converting to a lot of the ideas that we're talking about because literally this podcast is geared towards men and men are getting broke broken down in this society all right we're getting used and abused looked over trashed and no one's listening to us and that's why i'm out here being that voice you are gonna have to listen all right somebody's gonna listen to me because i'm gonna come at you at all angles i'm coming at you with the podcast i'm coming at you with you with the book i'm coming at you on youtube full strength so you're gonna listen to me you're gonna listen to me you're gonna have to listen to me now you can disagree and get your feeling hurt, but that's just gonna how we do it today anyway let's get into what we're talking about man we're talking about minimalism today and how that affects the free agent lifestyle how to how that affects you know what opportunities can come towards you and we're going to actually contrast it to the individuals who consume consumerism we're also going to talk about Alyssa milano Alyssa milano recently came out with her you know she's a feminist she's a feminist and feminists are failures we guys know that all right we used to say feminism is cancer but man i actually think that's disrespectful to people who have cancer so we're not going to say that we just can't we're just going to say feminism is failure and she's on her platform again. She's trying to make herself relevant again. So we're going to talk about how she's trying to do that. And if we have time, because I went over last week, so we're just going to stay within a half hour. We're going to talk about the bait and switch part of the marriage. will. if we don't get to that, to that this week, we'll get to it next week. All right. So let's get into a minimalism versus uh, consumerism or capitalism This is the individual's uh, desire to, you know, when you're a capitalism or a capitalist, which I am, but if you're a consumer, you're an individual who just wants to consume products just to try to fill some hole in your soul or that need to, you know, go out there and spend to make yourself feel better about yourself. Now, we all go through this. There is always a drive to uh, get more things, but most of the time what we do is we realize at some point we have too many things. More than necessary. We have more than necessary than we actually need. And the reason why I want to promote minimalism is because I always want you guys focus on the opportunity. What is the next opportunity? And when that opportunity comes, can you get to it? Can you move swiftly towards it? Because we know, man, this is a globalism society. This is this everything that comes up. You can't be restricted on how you move. If you think you're going to get all your opportunities in Columbus, Ohio, and you're not going to just move from that position and you're going to restrict yourself to Columbus, Ohio. All right. What you're going to realize real fast is that opportunities will not come knocking at your door very often. You got to be willing to move. And when you're a consumer, oftentimes it's going to be difficult for you to move quickly when the opportunity comes. So say, for instance, you live in Columbus, Ohio, an opportunity comes up in Las Vegas, Nevada, and you got to go in 12 hours, 24 hours. All right. You, you think you're going to have two weeks to decide? The opportunity's up. You got to you got to get step to it. Now, say after 24 hours, you're talking about, well, I got to sell my home. I got to get the moving truck to move all of this stuff all the way across the country. All right. If you if you're trying to get to that point, you've already missed out on the opportunity. Opportunities all Gone, And now the opportunity goes knocking at someone else's door. Maybe it knocks at the door of a minimalist, someone who is not about consumerism, who is not about getting three bikes and a motorcycle and a home, you know, your three bedroom home, 1600 square feet that you purchased and that you now have 27 years of principal to pay down and you're underwater in the loan. Because you took out a second mortgage to put in the pool in the backyard in Columbus, Ohio, that you can only use for two months out of the year. All right. Now, you can't be free to move. But when you travel light, you can move fast. All right. When you travel heavy, you're going to be slow on your movement. You got to consider a lot of things. Now, I've moved cross country several times, and I did that in the coaching professions because I had to take coaching jobs that come up i couldn't just be selective and say well i'm gonna stay in los angeles and take any coaching job that comes up there but when i do that i restrict the opportunities maybe i don't stay in division one then i have to go to high school then two years later then i try to work my way up back to college i figured that wasn't gonna work out so at one point right after i graduated from college i moved from my college job that was in california southern california then i moved to louisiana the next opportunity came up in san jose california Then I went back down to Southern California. Then the next opportunity came up in Utah. The next opportunity that came up, New York. The opportunity that came up after that, New Mexico. So I had to take the best opportunities for me and I had to make sure I didn't settle myself down with too many items in a home and too many cars and all these things that were going to be difficult for, for me to move. I've seen that happen to some coaches that were in my profession who couldn't take jobs because they owned a home all right when you're young you really have to weigh the real reason why you would own a home okay you live in des moines iowa and you plunk down 10 percent eight thousand dollars for that eighty thousand dollar home in des moines all right now you're stuck in des moines ohio okay or did i say ohio iowa (laughs) all right you always pick on columbus ohio so shout out to columbus but you're stuck in des moines iowa and now how you going to get the heck out of des moines iowa because when the next opportunity pops up you got to pick up all of your stuff and travel to it now you can't move to southern california not from des moines ohio because the rent alone is going to put you in a culture shop so you got to be ready to move swiftly and the way you move swiftly is you travel light, especially if you're young. Now, if you're older and you're established and you want to plunk your money down somewhere and you're not moving, then go ahead and do it. Then you can you know get it pick up all of the things that you want. But at the end of the day, when you're talking about minimalism, why why is there a need to collect all of these things? Why do you need a, uh why do you need if you're by yourself, why do you need more than three thousand square feet? I mean, why are you living in that much space? It just doesn't make sense. Now Again, I've detailed That's this in the book. I mean, you can actually purchase a pro- property that has 3,000 square feet or four or five bedrooms and rent out three or four of the bedrooms and have roommates. Or you can rent the whole damn thing out and have five roommates, all right, or five people that rent in your home and then you live in a smaller space. I just never got the idea of why one person needs to dominate or occupy all of that space. Then you got garage full of toys, bikes, lawnmowers, ATVs motorcycles boats rvs all right you know (laughs) some of these things are not necessary it's not necessary to have all of that ownership because all of those things cost you stress you got to maintain it all right you need to be able to be willing to move and shake and all that stuff i get it man and you know ownership means a lot here in the united states you know that started when slavery came and there was ownership of uh, people and now all of a sudden we got to own everything and then when you own all of these things you feel good about yourself but I think it brings a lot of stress when you own that many things like right now I have two vehicles I actually own two vehicles the reason why is because the other one I call my hooptie is my backup vehicle but I often it, what comes with that is a lot of stress just owning two vehicles now I got to make sure I start this one up at least once a week and move it around just so you know it just doesn't freeze up or the battery um goes dead or something like that in it then i can't move them when i need it i'm like let me get rid of this there's no need to own two vehicles or, or three and i think a lot of times this it makes you feel good to have these status symbols of success but sometimes they come with too much stress and they saddle you down and you're not able to move and shake like you need to shake when the opportunities come up. So consider that. Consider uh, studying what minimalism is and how to modify your living in your consumerism, and you will find that you will have less stress about some of these things. So consider that. Check that out. All right, man. What are we talking about next? We got Alyssa Milano. Man, Alyssa Milano, that, that takes me way back. All right. That name comes up when I was about, I would say, 11, 12, 13. Alyssa Milano was like the sex symbol for, um, you know, young boys. We were always looking at the show. She was on the show called. Um, what was the name of the show? When I'm on this thing, man, I can never remember things that comes up. She was on the show. Who's the boss? And I'm always like, what? what's the name of the show? Remember last week, I can't even remember who Guns N' Roses was. And I know who they are. It just slips my mind. Believe me, I know these things. But she was on the show, Who's the Boss? And she was like the teen age female heartthrob. All right. Before the girl, Winnie Cooper, on um, that show, <laughs> the backup show. I'm horrible with names, guys, please. All right. So anyway, Alyssa Milano, she was a little sex symbol. She was a little tart on the Who's the Boss show. And then she went to like Melrose Place and did some other stuff for the most part i think she was uh like a kung fu person she did karate on a like a witch show where she was a witch or something like that and then um now you know she kind of faded into oblivion a little bit but then she comes back up and the next thing i see from her is she is at the the senate hearing for the brett kavanaugh hearing that's the like the next time that i saw her so from what i know She's been an activist all this time, a feminazi activist. And you know, as soon as I hear that, man, you know, my ears perk up. I'm like, a feminist? Who's a feminist? And why are they a feminist? Because you know what feminism is feminism is the, the domination and the obliteration of men. It is not the pursuit of equality for all, because all lives matter, right? This is the uh, dominance and obliteration of men. Now, Alyssa Milano is five foot two inches tall. She probably weighs 110 pounds. She's hit the wall at 60 miles an hour in reverse. All right, she's going almost under the wall at this point. So now she's got to come out and defend ugly women who we call femi- feminists. And recently, now, I guess I guess there were some things that are going on with abortion laws or abortion bans. And she came out and Essentially said to the people of Georgia, because I think there's an issue there that that was voted against. And she came out and had a tweet in talking about the reproductive rights of women are being erased until women have legal control over our bodies. She said, we just cannot risk pregnancy. Join me by not having sex until we get bodily autonomy back. I'm calling for a sex strike pass it on this is what she says in her twitter and bet midler who nobody wants to have sex with she's talking about i hope the women of georgia stop having sex with men until they these indignities are overturned all of a sudden the liberal base of women are out trying to promote feminists from having sex and not only just feminists they want all women at the same time to not have sex so let's it got me to thinking i'm like let, let's talk about this are all the feminists not going to have sex? I mean, for some of these feminists, this is actually going to be an easy thing because they're not having sex to begin with. All right, and and if they are having sex, were they having sex with men? And does a sex strike only? Is it only for men? I guess this is you know based on what she's saying. I mean, because are the lesbians the lesbian feminists? Are they able to, able to have sex with themselves or whatever they do? All right, do they call it sex? Now, what about the individuals who we know these feminists are what we call a monkey double backflip artists. There's some feminists out here that are straight up hoes. Now, this is gonna be problematic for them. We already know this. Because, you know, most feminists are like a, on a rate on a scale they rate six and below. And they have to have sex. So I mean, what are they gonna offer to any man? I mean, nobody wants a feminist in their house. Nobody wants a, a person that's gonna dominate them with that type of ideology so if they can't have sex i mean they're basically useless at this point so you're almost calling for the impossible at this point you you, you got the lesbians out there that are going to be sleeping with each other all right so they don't count you got the feminazis who can't get none anyway and then you got the feminists out here who were basically whores you know the women that were calling for the uh, slut shaming and you know whore you know not be willing have to call whore they don't want to be called whores but they want to act like whores you I mean, this is going to be one of the most unsuccessful strikes that we know of. I mean, Alyssa Milano, you got some issues here. Now, apparently we have her husband coming out talking about, yeah, this is a good thing. Essentially, he's going to participate in this sex strike. He's not going to have sex with his wife any longer until these atrocities are overturned. This is a protest so essentially his her husband has signed up to not have any more sex with her now i had to go and look i was like let me let me see how long he's been married to Alyssa Milano," because this can give us a clue of what's going on right now because when i looked it up his name is dave boglary buglieri whoever he is he he he's been married to her since 2009 so it's been almost just about 10 years since they've been married. Odds are they weren't having sex anyway. I mean, most marriages after year eight become sexless marriages. 20 to 30 percent of marriages are considered sexless marriages after the eighth year. Most marriages don't even survive after year eight. So I already know he's not even having sex with Alyssa and, and And to top it off. Would he want to have sex with Alyssa Milano? Would he want to have sex with her? I mean, who wants to knock down a feminist and still be around and listen to her? You know, this for him is like a, a reprieve. He's like, good lord have mercy. Thank you. I this is you couldn't have done any better, okay, for this man. So Dave Buglieri, I shout out to you. I know she actually did you a favor by doing this closure leg strike. But you know, all in all, Alyssa Milano, this little cheap trick to get attention and throw the word sex out there is actually going to backfire you. And it's to me, it's a cheap way to get attention on an issue that it has nothing to do with. All right. These women are out here getting one, two, three abortions by the time they're 30 years old. And she's trying to walk around like they have no reproductive rights. What about all of the You haven't not once spoke about the fathers that don't have reproductive rights when it relates to women and abortions for instance if i knock up abroad like a a Alyssa milano if i knock you up you can march your rear end right over there and get an abortion without even having my consideration is that fair is that equitable where's your feminazi group on that okay most women can get an abortion despite what the father wants to do with the child So the men don't have any reproductive rights. We don't have barely any parental rights. And no feminazi is out here trying to get equity in that area. All they want is to be able to kill more children at the tune of 45 million since 1973. They want to now kill uh, kill children early and they want to kill children late. They have the children come right out of the womb and they inject them and kill them. These are what these liberal feminazis want to do. I don't know how anybody can be a real feminist and and, and be a human being, honestly. And Alyssa Milano is going to prove that. And she got the Bette Midler's of the world trying to act like she's going to restrict her clam to who? Who's knocking it down, Bet Midler? Give me a break. <laughs> she's going to retweet and ride Behind Alyssa Milano like somebody was trying to get that. And then she wants to encourage the other women of Georgia not to give themselves up to their husbands faithfully. These feminist liberals are out of their mind, man. Out of their minds. And then they want to look at me and silence me and get me to alter my opinion on what feminism is when they have no consideration for the equitable rights of fathers in our country country that's just the real on Alyssa Milano you can take a flying leap off a short pier that ain't even how it goes you can take a long walk off a short pier Alyssa Milano before you do that you can come do monkey double backflips on me but after you're done go take a long walk off a short pier and be done with it because I'm sure I had a crush on you when I was 13 but it's over now (laughs) it's over now Alyssa all right And what was she doing at the Senate hearings, um, you know, for the Brett Kavanaugh deal? I mean, that was, again, I I was late to the the train on the feminism thing with Alyssa Milano. But when she popped up, I was like, that's odd. I mean, I knew, you know, you had the feminazis like, uh, you know, what's the girl's name? The Kentucky basketball fan, Judd, Ashley Judd. You had her, you had that ball head girl that was with Kanye West the shut, slut shaming girl you had madonna threatening to blow up somebody all of these people the nasty woman remember that was ashley judd i'm a nasty woman she was talking about her period dripper down her leg man this is where feminism's gone brother this is <laughs> it is a joke man that's why i say it's not even you can't even call it cancer anymore man because i feel sorry for cancer page they're about to die and i'm equating what you know this ugly the worst thing that happened the worst thing that happened now in the modern united states i'm trying to equate it to individuals who are suffering and it's not even like that but feminism is true failure man all right man let's talk about this next scene. done with Elizabeth milano talk about the bait and switch if you haven't seen my mar- video the marriage wheel it is a great breakdown of 90 percent of the marriages out here and everybody that has watched this video there they cannot deny what i'm talking about this is exactly what happens step for step now we know this because statistically they say 50 i always say it's 50 uh, divorce rate it's more than that it's almost 67 percent because they're clowning the people that have been married since 1950 now of course they're gonna stay married anybody that got married in the 50s and 60s they're still together they have no incentive to get divorced no reason so they're holding up the statistic at this point, but of the new people who've gotten married, anybody in the 30s and 40s, it's a good almost almost 70 percent of them are divorced. So with 70 percent of them divorced, then we can easily say that there's still 20 percent of them lingering thinking about it because the divorced people actually just went through the process. They went all the way through hearings, hiring attorneys, going through uh, custody battles, paying alimony and child support they actually 50 to 75 70 percent of them went through it so the remaining people are the individuals who couldn't even stomach going getting to that point so they got to this bait and switch part and the bait and switch part is when the male has been totally invested into the relationship financially spiritually emotionally and as a paternal uh, parent Most divorces occur when the children arrive. Women don't jump ship and start talking shit and sticking up for themselves and claiming to be independent until the children come, until you have purchased the house, until you purchase your cars, all of that. They stay silent as a mouse and they try to be the good girl because they need you to inject that dominant spermicidal up into her and she needs to incubate. The babies. Once she incubates the babies, most 70% of the women go through postpartum depression. 70% they go through postpartum depression, which means they flip. As soon as they flip, then they start standing up for themselves. Now you're invested. You bought a house, you got the cars, you got the kids. You can't easily bounce on them, you can't leave them now before they had the kids and before there was a house before there was cars you could just bounce she's talked noise to you i'm going to girls nights out you'd be like your bags will be packed when you come back and then she'll be like oh n- never mind but when you're totally invested and she says i'm going to girls nights out so i can do monkey double backflips on chad and tyrone when uh the last call song is played and you'd be like have your bags packed i'll have your bags packed when you come back you know what she gonna say i'm gonna split half of your resources and i'm gonna take this house and you're never gonna see your kids see she, she can say that now because <laughs> you're invested and then you think about it you'd be like hmm do i want to lose this house that i paid for do i want to do a custody battle with my kid for my kids while she try to steal them and go, move across country do i want to split half of my resources and you know her take my social security and my retirement pension you start thinking about it you'd be like never mind okay go to girls nights out and do monkey double backflips, but be back by 11 30 you're not my father i can be back when i want to be back. see this is debate and switch she would never do that up front she would never take the stance up front she would only do it after you're invested case in point Aisha curry Aisha curry after steph curry has signed a 200 million dollar contract after she he's had three children with her after they have purchased a lot of property and he's pretty much locked in with her. She now comes out. I want male attention. This is the bait and switch. Now she can switch the game. The rules have to be met. She, he has to meet her rules or she can divorce rape him. All marriages go through this. If your wife is now demanding some sort of independence, if she cuts her hair without you knowing, you come back one day after work and you see she's chopped off all her hair there ain't nothing you could do you be like dang what you, why'd you do that why didn't you tell me i don't have to tell you to cut my if i could cut my hair it's my hair see these are independent stances that she takes after you're invested she would never do this before the kids arrive. she would never do this before there's a home purchase okay she would never do this before the 10 year clock runs up where you have to have lifetime alimony she would never do these things I'm going to girls nights out to have a drink well wait a minute why are you going to the dance club uh to have drinks oh we're not out there to seek male attention we're out there to to go out there and have drinks and have fun like what's fun at the nightclub I mean why you got to go there why don't you guys go to the uh Barnes and Nobles and have a drink a little coffee right there nah nah I want to get dressed up we want to feel sexy you see this is these the uh Aisha Curry model they want to go out there and seek male attention and they feel it's totally fine for them to do so if Steph Curry said what uh, Aisha Curry said, if Steph Curry said what Aisha Curry said, he would have lost all his endorsements and potentially his position on the team. If he would have came out was like, "You know, I, my wife gets a whole bunch of attention. Nobody pays attention to me. I want these ladies all over me so I can feel good about myself." You see how it doesn't even sound it doesn't even sound right but for a man for a man to say it. But yet There were women defending Aisha. You know, we're only human and we need attention and blah, 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 blah. Bull crap. Bull crap. You know, men need attention. We need several different women to be doing monkey double backflips all over us. We're only human. We want women flirting with us. We want the chance to have sex with other women, especially if we're in a marriage. But it ain't going to fly if we come up with that excuse. If you found your husband's phone and he had the Tinder app all on his phone and he says babe you know i just i just want to get some attention you know i'm not feeling attention from you i just love uh, attention from other women that's why i have the app how does that even fly <laughs> you see the bait and switch doesn't work for men men can't just start pulling people's whole cards right there okay but women can do that because you're invested and you have much more to lose when you say take a flying leap and she'd be like, oh, I'll take a flying leap. All right. All of your money going to be flying right into my bank account. Each month you're going to be paying for this vagina and not getting any use out of it. <laughs> so that's why we call alimony money.' I didn't make that up. That was my boy Tom, Like that has been talking about that for years. But this is what we're dealing with, man. That's why we tell men don't get married. No cohabitation, no long term relationships. They don't benefit you there's in this feminist world there's nothing that these women bring to you of benefit other than their peace leave and once you're done with that after a good six weeks you're ready for another different shot at it you don't need the same one you've already seen what it can do you already rolled it around there's nothing special out of it and then you have to deal with all of the bs nonsense after that you have to be the emotional tampon you have to listen to her you have to fund her you have to take her out on dates you have to entertain her and what is she actually doing for you please let me know somebody please tell me what and what is she doing for me after that i still need my clothes ironed. i need them washed i need them folded i need a hot meal i need at least you to entertain me even offer to entertain me then when i look up uh you know uh can i get a hot meal when i come home from work i'm not your slave i don't need to give you that i'm a little strong independent woman i don't cook go make your own meal i mean you you can't even bring anything else to the table but some old used up pea sleeve that people done already did monkey double backflips all over it i mean if this is the best women can do i mean this they're almost obsolete at this point i mean because you can't talk to them all the conversations are one-sided. All you end up doing is, uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and then what? Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know, I mean, you just basically, you know what I'm saying? You her cheer section. You know, you're her emotional roller coaster. You just she going up and down and you riding with her. Two hours later, you trying to get the peace leave. You worn out. <laughs> she don't wore you out. She like, good, go to sleep. You ain't getting none of this peace leave what's up man i mean this is why i have the free agent lifestyle this is why i want you brothers to check it out because it really gets you guys to focus on yourself for yourself this is improvement this is an improvement for women for you to get women this is improvement for you to improve your life so that you have more choices and opportunities and that you can make the best decision for your life and not just be a beta male provider just like steph curry had to cuck up for his you either when you get to the bait and switch you either cuck up or you buck up all right all right you buck up and you buck that bra- i mean what he should have did was had her bags packed all right then you 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 get you get her the hell out of there all right and do you, you buck up at that point you pay her off and tell her to go but he cucked up oh yeah i understand my wife and yes i get her feelings what else was he gonna say if he came out this bra crazy get the hell out of here then we knew he kicked her out but he had to cuck up for her and now she's going to be doing monkey double backflips all over her his teammates which uh russell wilson's wife did apparently allegedly to him while uh golden Tate was in seattle see these are the crazy things why do you guys get married anymore why please tell me why please tell me why in the comment section if that's you all right check out the free agent lifestyle book thanks for joining me again check out the youtube channel coach greg adams check out this podcast on itunes on google play and on soundcloud comment there review all of my stuff man review me on amazon review me on soundcloud and review me on itunes and google play just so people can check it out more and see what we're doing and i appreciate you thanks for joining and i'm out peace